Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hello. Hello. Um, and Bradley, uh, you wanted to have a little conversation about these kids these days. These kids these days. Yeah. Um, so how exactly do kids prank phone call anymore? Um, and you guys were not necessarily, you don't have to call and answer this question. Feel free to call and prank us, though, if you'd like to. Um, Holly but, says, no, Holly says no to that. No. It's like, Mm-mm. maybe not. No, you should do it. You should totally prank Holly and play Margaritaville. Um, <laughs> but I, I started thinking about prank phone calls and the joy of prank phone calls, uh, thanks to Lou Ferrigno Jr. What? Yeah. So it turns out Lou Ferrigno's kid. Lou Ferrigno Jr., that's a thing, used to um, prank phone call um, his dad with Michael Jackson. Or let me put it this way. Michael Jackson used to prank call Lou Ferrigno. And it just got me thinking (laughs) like... I want, by the way, I want that miniseries. I know, right? Where (laughs) Michael Jackson just calls up and prank phone calls. Pranks phone calls? Yeah. Prank phones calls? Does prank phone calls. I don't know how to do that. Yeah, does prank phone calls. Um... And it just made me think about when I was a kid and how much fun we had on a regular basis prank phone calling people. Yes. Like literally every weekend. I can, I mean, I, not every weekend, but nearly a weekend passed in my middle school years that my friends and I weren't prank phone calling somebody's mother. So here's like the, the thing that is doubly, um, Oh, it makes it doubly difficult for kids these days to prank call is that they don't even use their phones as phones. Well, yeah, like they're, they're not getting joy out. Like they're they're posting TikTok videos. Right. But I will tell you that my kids did discover the art of the prank phone call one day. Uh, I think it was during the pandemic. Uh, you know, they were running out of the good old fashioned things to do and they were social distance hanging out on our neighbor's uh driveway and uh one of the kids was like hey let's prank phone call and they started prank phone calls but how does that work when the other person can see who's calling right so that therein lies the problem because here's what i'd like to teach the children or share with the children of today (laughs) it used to be you could call anyone Mm mm-hmm and no one knew who was calling. Right. There was no caller ID. So so I could pick up the phone, beep boop, bop boop, beep. Yeah. Actually, it was more like one ringy dingy, two ringy dingy. 
Um, and then you could call the supermarket and asked if they had Prince Philip in a can. So here's the thing. They had heard about this mythical time when we could do this. And, you know, preteens and teens, they don't have a fully developed prefrontal cortex. So they lack the ability to play the tape all the way through. And so they were getting up to this prank calling and then the people were calling them back and they were shocked by it. Well, yeah. And I had to explain to them because they don't even have the working knowledge of how the phone works in general because they don't use it yeah, as a phone. Yeah. I had to explain to them, hey guys, FYI, you know why you're getting calls back? It's because they know who's calling and maybe knock it off. Yeah. And then I just felt like a real buzzkill. I should have really taught them how to hide block their number. <laughs> okay. That might be because going. It is good, clean fun for a minute. You yeah. got to do it judiciously. Yeah. I just feel like in this day and age, there is no fun anymore, right? Like you can't have fun because like, God forbid you actually confuse somebody into thinking something horrible. I will tell you there was a time when I, I have a vague memory of this. And so I must have been, oh gosh, I'm going to say I was probably eight, nine years old. And I remembered very distinctly being at the mall and being at a, store that had phones uh-huh. what would that have been i mean ones that were hooked up that you could make phone calls yeah from? like an electronic store or something and i remember picking up the phone and i think i called like the babysitter and said like i'm being kidnapped <gasps> blah 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 and really? then hung up the phone and then you know long story short it's very vague memory that i have but you know um, eventually somebody got a hold of the store and they were like, yeah, nobody was kidnapped. But like, that's the kind of, like, right. like back in the day, people did stuff like that and there wasn't this heightened awareness of like terror around every corner. Right. Right. But like your kids doing that today, I feel like run the risk of actually creating some sort of like crisis where yeah. there's like a police response in a way that uh, you know love it or don't just wouldn't have happened back when we were kids no that's fully i mean and true. we would call and say i mean plus let's be clear the prank phone calls that we did were not always the kindest were so well and they were just dumb like yeah. we just did dumb prank calls um yeah and i yes now that i'm thinking about it do you know where they got the idea to prank call where oh my gosh i just realized it the simpsons oh sure because we all like they, they my kids are at an age where they're starting to kind of get into the simpsons yeah. and they do a prank call, and th- those are innocent prank calls right like yeah the dumb prank calls that bart does to the to moe's bar are dumb prank calls yeah. those are harmless it's when they start to get a little bit more creative and they don't have judgment skills. We used to tell people, <laughs> we used to call people's mom and be like, you want a free stripper? There's a stripper coming over in like 15 minutes. What kind of stripper do you want? And people would oh go crazy. God. And my favorite was my friend's mom was from Holland and she didn't understand what we meant by stripper. She thought somebody was going to come like, you know, um, take the varnish off her wood. Like a paint stripper. Something like that. <laughs> Holly, were you at an age that you were able to prank phone call people? I think we did once or twice at a sleepover. Yeah. And God. we just weren't creative. We were stupid. And it wasn't, we tried it twice. And then we were like, I think we realized that we were bad at it. So yeah. we stopped. 
Well, that never stopped me from doing anything. Oh, Bradley, I've heard your prank call stories, and you had some really, you were incredibly creative with your prank calls. Well, we just had nothing better to do. So when you have, you know, again, like, this is what, this is what kids these days don't understand. We didn't have no technology, Mm -hmm. so we had to create our own fun. Yeah, kids aren't very good at that these days creating their own fun. Well, no, because they have, they don't have to be creative. Right. Because they have something staring at them at all times that wants their attention, and they don't have to do very much for it. Right. And it's all just served up for them. Right. Like, like baked in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And remember how our parents used to think that things were going to rot our brain? Uh-uh. Right. And we have, like, like hard, we played with, hardly any brain We used rot. to go outside and, like, ride around in dirt I remember. I remember, we just talked about this the other day with my kids, about my big wheel. Um, did you have a big wheel? Oh, of course. Like my kids don't know what a big wheel is. Did they, oh, why did they not have big wheels? They did just big wheels weren't a thing. Did your big wheel have a character? Um, I want to say I got a hand me down big wheel, and it had to have been like He Man, maybe. Thing? Yeah, well, they were in the shape of characters, right? Not always. Not not when we were young. Oh, they were just standard issue big wheels, and maybe you had some Holly, decals our, our if you were lucky. Wheels were just literal <laughs> Back in wheels. My day, we it just was a wheel, a was, big wheel. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was a big wheel on the front, and it was plastic. Which I, I just always remember I the like the noise. So this is what we would do. True story. We lived on a very steep hill, and my brother and I would take turns at the top of the hill, and you would just let that sucker go and then take your feet well, off. Well, I was going to say, you're going to have to take your feet off the you pedals. You take your feet off. You would do it for like a couple good kicks until you got yourself going, and then you had to put your feet out. Yeah, let me guess. Now, this also was dangerous. Because no helmet? Oh, of course not. Right. What was no, a helmet? A helmet on a no. big wheel? No, but you, you would today. Yeah, now yeah. you would. You'd because put, if you didn't, the neighbors would like call Child Protective Services. Right? You'd have to take your feet off of the pedals, and then you'd. Ha- but see, so you didn't have anywhere else to put your legs, so your legs would have to go straight out to the side, which is a bad idea when you're on a sidewalk and there's like trees and things. Like, and we did that I, repeatedly. My favorite was us. I just had a uh, skateboard. I didn't use the skateboard to skateboard. I used it to ride down hills. Like, I would sit on it like a sled. And just wheel on down. Yeah. Wheel on down, wheel on down. Gotta put on the brakes and then spin. We did get an email from Melissa. Melissa said, we used to order pizza for people and then ride our bikes just to hide in the bushes to watch the confusion. Oh, for sure. Do you know what else we used to do? Oh, my God, this is horrible. Where we tried that one time to do... Do you ever hear about that thing where you like run to the opposite sides of the road in the dark, like on a road at night, and then as the car is approaching... This is horrible. We ended up getting... we Oh, we got in so much trouble. Um, You... As the car's approaching, you jump up and pull, like you're pulling a, a, a string or something. And so the car thinks that you've, like, put a big, like, string <laughs> oh in the gosh. middle of the road. And so they, like, screech on their brakes. Really? Oh, my <laughs> God. Sometimes we would throw rocks <gasps> from the bushes. No. Not at people, but, like, so they would hear, you know, they would hear the rocks and think. <laughs> what? That kids were. In we the didn't have anything else rocks. to do. Oh this was God. the middle of nowhere. We had cornfields. 
When we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, we're going to tell you a big womp womp story and then we're going to cleanse your palate. Uh, one story has to do with Marilyn Manson and the other one has to do with Wild and Styles after this on My Talk 1071. That's fun. This is the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hi. Hey, how's it going? Yeah. Let's start with the icky and then we'll uh, cleanse ye old palate. Okay, well, um, uh, it brings me no joy to tell you about Marilyn Manson, but I wanted you to know something about him. Um, the guy who uh, allegedly perpetrated violence against women has now hired security to protect him from his victims because, you know, those women are scary. Um, mm. So, no. So the, I don't sto- like this. <laughs> the story, according to page six anyway, is that Marilyn Manson reportedly hired round-the-clock security at his L.A. home because he's worried about his safety after a slew of women accused him of abuse. Um, maybe you should have thought of that before he went ahead and abused those ladies, allegedly, supposedly. Yeah. Mm. Quote, he's so concerned about who might turn up at his house and has hired 24-hour security to watch out for him. He's paranoid at the best of times, but the allegations have really rocked him, and he was adamant he needed protection. Okay, (laughs) is he confused about how this works? Right. Yeah. About, now, like, who's a threat to whom? Exactly. Exactly. Uh, oh, that's th- just gross. Yeah. That's also kind of predictable, right? Because, like, if you're a perpetrator of that kind of violence, you're probably a fear-based person. Mm-hmm. Meaning, yeah. like, because I just don't feel like... I, I don't know. Well, there's a little bit of that that's, like, send, trying to send a message to those ladies <laughs> who are accusing him of all these things mm. like i've got some i've got muscle now don't come at also, me bro are we concerned that evan rachel wood is going to go beat him up at right, his house thank you. no i'm not are you no thanks so i just feel like it's all much ado about nothing oh, now he's so gross you know any celebrity presumably would have uh security but just good gross. luck to you sir good luck good to luck. you um, for our next story, uh, I would like to cleanse your palate. Um, we've talked about this a lot that, uh, Harry Styles and Olivia Wilde seem to be shacking up. Oh yeah. Um, Wild and Styles. Wild and Styles. They're a publationship. What is a publationship? It's a relationship that's used for publicity. And, um, remember just the other day, the headline was, uh, that Olivia. Just yesterday. Oh, it was just yesterday. Mm-hmm. Gosh. The time. How time flies. Time flies. Yeah. That Olivia Wilde was, quote, spotted moving her baggage from the home she shared with her ex, Jason Sudeikis, to the place where... This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. What flavor are you holding? Now, open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Harry Styles resides. And also, it, can we just talk about how sexist that is? Oh, yeah. And this whole narrative has tried oh, yeah. to like be anti-sexist. Like It's like, this powerful woman is getting on, getting all relationshipy with her her dress wearing man who's a modern man who doesn't worry about ladies mm-hmm. taking away his thunder and anyway, yeah. go on yeah but first she needs to go to her old man's house so she can move in with Frumpy somebody else Jason Sudeikis who just can't let the past go to, to move in with somebody else who can take care of her anyway uh. so she's uh, she's moving her luggage in but here's the thing page six they took it one louder. They took it to 11. They took it to 11. They are telling us all about the modest Hollywood Hills home. Okay. In which they uh, are. It's their lover's hideout. Okay. Um, Holly, as the resident, uh, former resident of L.A., mm-hmm. can you please tell me what a modest Hollywood Hills home looks like? Like, is there such a thing? Because I kind of feel like modest... Hollywood Hills is well. It's not a mansion. No, it's, it's thirteen hundred square feet. And if they're living in Laurel Canyon, that's about as big a house as you're gonna get. It's sixty three hundred square feet, and it, it on a lot recently yeah. sold in two thousand fourteen for one point three million dollars. That sounds this about is right. Modest for yeah, like rich. This is not yeah. my version of modest. Um, however, like when they're like a modest Lake of the Isles home. Yeah, I would totally live in this thing. Would I'm you ready though? To go. Oh, are well, you actually, me? you know what? But here's the thing, Colleen. You don't want to live in Laurel Canyon. You got to deal with all the, like the brush and stuff. It's, okay, it's a good pain call. In the butt. Good Anyways. call. Good call. I just ah! was looking at that pool and thinking, you know, it's a little warm there. I might yeah. want to get into that. Yeah, then you well, have to <laughs> do the pool. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, celebrities oh. behaving badly. We call them D-bags. We're going to tell you about them after this on My Talk 1071. This is the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. We have these celebrities behaving badly. We call them D-bag. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. Well, here is a person I need to tell you about. Do you know Avani Reyes? Mm -mm. Well, Avani Reyes is apparently a uh, TikToker. And I I admit that I'm not sure if Avani is a prolific TikToker, a popular TikToker. I don't even know that I know what constitutes TikToker other than, or a popular TikToker other than they get a lot of views on their talks. Mm-hmm. Anyway, Avani Reyes is 20 years old and got themselves into a sticky situation um, by putting Gorilla Glue in their hair. Okay, haven't we just done this? So this is what you Today might call a TikTok copycat, Gorilla copy glue copycat. 
Mm. Yeah. So Avani Reyes went to the hospital after putting Gorilla Glue in her hair accidentally in a video posted to TikTok. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Quote, I don't know what to do. This was an accident. No, I didn't mean to put Gorilla Glue all in my hair. Mm. Okay, so no, this wasn't an accident. This was a choice. Well, and can you explain for perhaps the four people out there who don't live on social media all the time Mm -hmm. why Avani Reyes should have known better than to put Gorilla Glue on her hair? Because a viral uh, TikToker uh, or a TikTok went viral of a woman from Louisiana by the name of Tessica Brown, who is now basically known by all parties as Gorilla Glue Girl. Um, she went viral because she ran out of some hair product and she used Gorilla Glue to style her hair. And the Gorilla gr- Glue uh, ended up causing a whole lot of problems in her life. And she could not get it out of her hair by herself for over a month and ended up having to have anyone surgery yeah, and to have it removed. And it was like expensive surgery that was ultimately done, I believe, for free. But, pres- you know, I imagine the the plastic surgeon received a certain amount of notoriety and was willing to do it gratis mm-hmm. uh, in return for the um, publicity. publicity. Mm-hmm. And that might have actually been arranged by none other than our good friend Gina Rodriguez, Correct. who has now rep- or decided to represent uh, Gorilla Glue Girl. And um, maybe that has led to other people going... All I have to do is something so crazy that it lands me in the hospital. I might just get famous. You know what this reminds me of? This reminds me of our world. The world. (laughs) No, you know where this started, though? I will tell you where this started. The Ed Sullivan show. No, tell me. Topo Gijo. Jackass. Um, oh mm-hmm. sure yeah, I, yeah. because mm-hmm. when mm-hmm. jackass was airing it was a bunch I thought of she these... was calling us a jackass by the way holly <laughs> oh, oh, no no need to be offended the tv show jackass was a it looked like something well because it did required no skill it just required fearlessness and a modicum of stupidity mm-hmm. and all they did was get themselves in these dumb pickles by coming up with stupid stunts and putting like them putting on putting firecrackers in their booty too right so then kids these days were all trying to make their own videos but they were copying the jackass guys and then they realized like oh you can't just copy them you got to one up them well, yeah, and that's happened, you know, I mean, sometimes to shockingly horrifying, tragic results, right? Like, right. I mean, and you, remember you had the, like, all the YouTubers where, you know, the parents were, like, abusing their children for yeah. clicks, right? Because they would, they would essentially scare their kids. Mm-hmm. And, like, this is just the world we live in. And I, I feel like I don't, it's like the, what was the Kylie lip? challenge yes. remember that yes where people were like like bursting their lips open yep like sucking their lips into a bottle and then like oh yeah it's just dumb but see this is the problem is that if you're not going to just copycat the thing that got the last biggest bunch of attention yeah you have to one up it with stupidity. so what would you how, how can we one up gorilla glue you know what like this cement? is what i want to do oh, i want to just opt out 
I'm just opting out. Like, I'm not, no. Not gonna, not gonna bet. I'm opting out. There Thank is, that, but it is such a human thing, though, right? To be like, I want to do that thing. And sometimes you just have to go, no, mm-hmm. you're not going to do that thing. Yeah. Just enjoy the moment. Enjoy that somebody else did it. Also, it probably didn't work the way that they wanted it to initially. And just because it looks fun or interesting or worth lots of money on video does not mean. I mean, I feel like Gorilla Glue Girl really suffered mm-hmm. more than she's going to receive in oh, yeah. compensation as a result. Absolutely. Like the, the What's the phrase? The cost to grief ratio? Yes. Yeah. That's a good way to put it. Would you like what's to know D-bag? who my D-bag is? My D-bag is you people. You- oh. Not you people. Is it you people like a company? Or no. Or it's like, is it like a performance group? Like mm, up with people? You no, people. It's any of you people who subscribed to the notion that Britney Spears was trying to send us some sort of secret message through a Scrabble board. Oh. She's not? Did you see this? No. It's so Scrabble dumb. Board. So she posted on her socials. Uh, on her insties, uh, a picture of a Scrabble board. And on the Scrabble board, there's a bunch of words because it's Scrabble. But some of those Scrabble words are scrambled words. Ooh, it says sins. She says, can you find a word that isn't actually a word? Sometimes it's fun to make ones up. So, um, she is not playing Scrabble correctly. Well, she spelled quit backwards. Uh, you can't do that. No. Okay. But what's more important is that there's actually words in there that are not words. Coney? Like yeah. a burv. <laughs> burv. That is actually a word, and it's the opposite of blur. Stop. So the only secret message in this Britney Spears Instagram post is that she doesn't know how to play Scrabble. Right. That's it. And, but, and that's, actually, that's it. but let me just tell you what ended up happening is that the people uh, who are hot on the Britney, like, show us a sign, blink twice if you're being held captive, yeah. are like, she's trying to tell us something. Somebody needs to crack the code. <sighs> Find the clue. This is a puzzle I'll be trying to solve all night. Um, and I'm thinking, guys, put it down and find something else to do. Like, play your own game of Scrabble. I don't know. Maybe put a Totino's party pizza in the oven. Pour yourself a glass of sparkling grape juice and just kick back and watch a trash TV episode of something. Like, don't do this. It's not a sign. You can even watch The Da Vinci Code. Um, yeah, if you want to crack a code. Yeah. So down is not a word. Odd, O-D, is not a word. She's not, but she's not trying to tell you anything. There are some bad words in here. Oh, yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Wait, which ones? Well, Well, Oh, she spelled toy backwards. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. No, you can't do that. She spelled lamp backwards. P-mail. Oh. Sins, arise... Maybe that's like a God reference. Yeah, it's not like... She spelled Axe, A-X. You can't do that. Yeah, you can't do that, and it's fine. She's just playing uh, This would drive me nuts. I will tell you, I love Scrabble. I used to be obsessed with Scrabble. Some of my best friends are Scrabble. You, sir. I, sir, am a Scrabble. not Scrabble. You, ma'am, Britney Spears, are not allowed to play this game anymore well, I hope because she this would drive me play. nuts and you know you know how you play games with people who don't take it seriously mm-hmm. and you're you're like you i just can't with you 
and then you throw the board and you run away and then you don't talk to them for like 15 minutes and then you feel bad about yourself and then you well, apologize. I actually don't know that <laughs> scenario, but thank you for sharing it with us. It's like Monopoly. Oh, every time I'm going to hate someone. Can I tell you something? What? I don't like Scrabble. Oh my God, I love it. I don't like it because I just don't like having words. to make words out of things. <laughs> yeah, Monopoly, man. That That game is overrated. Yeah. I like Monopoly at the my beginning, favorite, but I hate it when it starts going on for days. My favorite is when you play, because my cousin and I would always be like, are we going to play, I forget what you call it, like special rules or something, where you like <laughs> take a layer of clothing off. I'm okay. kidding, I'm kidding. Okay, hold the phone. That was... No. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> wait, you guys didn't play that game. No. Um, didn't you have side deals like where you could make side deals yeah. with each other? Uh-huh. So you'd be like, I will buy your stuff. And then that was that to me was the fun part, like doing real estate deals on the yes. side. I, I should thought have done that was that. in the rules. I thought you could do that. The fun part was picking out your character. I'm the dog. Oh, I was like, characters. We had characters. <laughs> yes. You got to be the dog. The little um, the car. I always had yeah. to be the dumb shoe. Like, who's the iron? Remember that? Oh, I'm going to tell you something, and it's rude. My mom was always the iron. Oh, like she loved to be the iron? No, like we were like, Mom, you iron here. Oh, oh bad, bad. I know. I know. Ugh. Terrible, terrible. We used to fight over the Scotty dog. Well, the fact that you let the woman play the game, you know, that was progress <laughs> enough. <laughs> <laughs> Women be playing Monopoly. I mean, <laughs> what she, next? She probably couldn't gonna even vote? <laughs> own property, but sure, let her play Monopoly. Oh, that she is... might get ideas. Oh gosh, that's the sad, isn't it? Sorry, honey, you yeah. can't get a credit card. But I was going to say the iron. Yeah, when you Monopoly, get to be the iron in Monopoly. When Monopoly was, you know, created. Yes. <laughs> women no, probably that was the closest women got to, to any kind of real estate deals. Oi, you own Baltic Avenue, honey. Nice try. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I just loved collecting rent, though, man. Oh, Ooh, me too. I so would good. get out of my skin when I had to take somebody's money. I always, my thing was always like, put as many hotels on yes. my property. Oh, yes. I am going to screw you out of some money. Mm-hmm. Nobody wants to play Monopoly so. with us anytime <laughs> When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we've got a little D-bag double down. We have uh, some extra D-bag to throw at you. Uh, this one has to do with Lily James. We'll tell you about it after this on My Talk 1071. This is the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. Streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Are you okay, Trainer? Uh-oh. Where'd you go? I don't Here. know. Oh, he, I'm like, There's you too know many where? buttons today, man. Oh. Sorry, I just lost it. Why'd you lose it? Read your text. Oh, okay. On it. Um, All right. Uh, Now, sometimes we have so much D-bag, we just can't put it all in one segment. So we like to move it on to the next segment. We call it a D-bag double down. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. So it is with no joy that I bring you a second D-bag double down today. Okay, really a first D-bag. You know what I mean. Yeah. Um, 
My D-bag today is People Magazine for this headline, and I want you to play the home game. Okay. Why would this story be a D-bag? Lily James spotted with rocker Michael Schumann months after outing with Dominic West. Okay. Is she not allowed to go out with somebody? Yeah. So I would say that People Magazine is a D-bag today because they're just casually slut-shaming Lily James Mm-mm. with a wink and a nod. Mm-mm. Because for those of you who don't remember Lily James... I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game. And you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. James um, had that public uh, snog fest with Dominic West. It sounds really gross. I know the word say snogged. That. It's not, it doesn't sound like something I want. Right. 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 Like but you, it is. Yeah. But it's not. But it's not. Right. And she, like, they sucked face. Um, But all of the stories about Lily James are always, following that experience, are always about um, that, you know, moment that she had with with, uh, Dominic West. Right. I feel like Lily James is up to a lot of stuff in her life right now. And for People Magazine to be like, hey, she was spotted out with another man. You know what that means. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. She's a slut. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it talks about, I mean, the article is, does Lily James have a new man in her life? She was spotted with musician Michael Schumann on Thursday, where James is filming her forthcoming film, What's Love Got to Do With It? They also follow each other on Instagram. Oh, by the way, do you remember all of the... Things that happened previously. Not only was she with Chris Hem or Chris Evans, um, but then after that, of course, she was photographed with Dominic West. So, like, what we she can't go on a date with a guy without you telling us all the other guys that she's been with, as if to imply uh, that there's something going on there. And by the way, she was a single act woman <laughs> going out with men, right? Dominic West was, by the way, married man. Well, and that's the thing. And that's the part that is that should actually stick out to people and make them the most angry is that she gets she gets the mm, she gets to be the one at least in this story to carry the whole married man narrative around. Yeah. When he was the one that was married. Like he's the married man. Yeah. I mean I I am one of those people who doesn't have a problem with single people being in relationships with married people. I know that that's like a judgment, but I, or I shouldn't say it's not that I judge because we all judge people for what they do. Like I wouldn't probably do that, right? Like if mm-hmm. I were single, I wouldn't necessarily feel comfortable doing that. But I have less of a concern with that person than I would the person who's actually in. A relationship mm-hmm. right and i think so often in our society and in the past and oftentimes it's women you know everybody focuses on like you know the home wrecker it's like well i think if your home was wrecked it wasn't by this woman that doesn't live in your home i think it's by the man right. who 
it points or it paints this picture of the fact that like you know the the i mean how could the man be how could he be held responsible for not uh falling into the trap of this also woman because you know men they can't so they can't control, they can't their, control wandering their wandering urges. willies. Exactly. Also, please remember when it comes to Dominic West, how that all went down. How did he prove to us that his marriage was fully intact? By yanking his wife out of the house and planting a weird kiss on her. And making her take a statement mm-hmm. written on a napkin to the press. Right. She was like, she was the one that had to be like, oh, everything's fine here. Mm-hmm. Like, Excuse me? Yeah. No. Yeah. No. So I just, I don't know. So for me, something rubbed me wrong with this story. Like, I, I do want to hear from Lily, Lily James because I don't think she's ever addressed that issue. And we talked about at the time how, like, I feel like if you're Lily James, you just come out and say, look, we were adults and we, like, did the thing and mm-hmm. it's none your business. None but yet. I'm a, you know, we're grown her people. So leave us alone or whatever. Like she could have just said something. Cause I feel like what, what is, whether it's right or wrong, the result is going to be that everybody's gonna be like, that's the Dominic West lady. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And if I were her, I don't want that to be shackled uh, onto me every time I show up at a, a thing. I mean, literally this article is not about the thing that she's actually doing. With her life? No, it's about the guy she's doing. It's about doing. the guy that she's doing. Or, yeah, that she's with while she's doing things. Yeah. Such as. Yeah. Which, this is, I mean, yeah, I don't know. I don't, listen, I don't follow Lily James as an actress, not because I think she's a gross person, uh, but rather because I don't really just know a lot of the stuff she's been in. I just... Haven't followed her. Downton Abbey. Well, that's it, though. Yeah. And honestly, I will be perfectly honest. When her character showed up on Downton Abbey, that to me was like the um, when <laughs> Leo they, DiCaprio it showing was up on fully. Full it house, really was or, um, not Full House on uh, the Show Me That Smile. Pains. Thank you on Growing Pants. <laughs> I just called it Growing Pants. <laughs> Well, hmm. welcome to my 2020. But that's but that's Growing kind pants. of how I regarded her, and it wasn't her fault. It was just when she arrived on the scene in the show, was it felt like it was that last ditch effort to try to save the show. She was the cousin Oliver. Yeah, she yeah, was the cousin Abby. Oliver. You guys are overplaying that by far because that show went on to do great things in the theater, and I don't want to hear about it. So. The cousin Oliver of Downton Abbey is when uh, <laughs> the cousin the, Oliver, the passing of. Uh, Spoiler alert. Don't, don't, oh, do, don't that. do it. Don't do it to people. It's, the show was on a decade ago. Okay, what, what, what? Well, whatever. A main character bites the dust. That's the cousin Oliver. Yeah. Of Downton Abbey. Well, that's when she Not showed up f- was after the dust biting. Oh. Right? Because they kind of needed something You're to do. You're talking about um, Dan, what's his nuts? Stevens. Yeah. Yeah. When he decided, when like, he had a nut. Yeah. Well, and that was all. I'm going to be an actor yeah, in Hollywood. Like, and then I'm going to be a CGI beast. How's that turn In a out? Disney movie that really wasn't very good. So, mm. anyway. Anyway. My my point is, like, they the, the tabloids are wanting to paint this picture of Lily James. Like, she's this, like, you know, sexually... Uh, loose lady that just like dates around and and we're not paying attention to what she's actually doing as an actress um but rather to your point bradley who she's 
spending her time offset with. Yeah, like I, I it, and again, it's not to say that we're not all petty and we turn to tabloids on occasion to find out who's doing whom, and that's totally a valid um, exercise, at least for those of us who have no life. I think that's valid, but when it's you know. When that's the thing, like the thing that she's going to be mentioned for now in every headline is that she um, had a relationship with Dominic West, who was a married man. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's dangerous territory. Mm-hmm. So if I were her agent, I'd be like, OK, yeah. how are we going to get out from under this? Yeah. Yeah. How are we moving away from this business? Mm-hmm. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, this will be fun. Who was your first celebrity crush oh 651-641-1071 who is your first celebrity crush we're going to take your calls and talk about celebrity crushes when we come back right here on the colleen and bradley show on my talk 1071 have you been waiting for just the right job then welcome to the end of your search amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area and now is a great time to apply you can start getting paid right away and work close to home Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com slash hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer. The Venture X card from Capital One gives you more of what you love, like premium travel benefits and access to Taylor Swift tickets. Oh, I do love her. Earn five times miles on flights and 10 times miles on hotels through Capital One Travel. Enjoy your stay in Suite 13. Whoa, 13? That's Taylor's lucky number. Plus, get access to Taylor Swift The Eras Tour, presented by Capital One. Maybe I'll see you there. The Venture X card from Capital One. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com for details.